You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to FPEA Connects. Today's host is Suzanne Nunn. Suzanne is an active homeschool mom serving homeschool families in both her local community and across the state. She also serves as chairman of FPEA, Florida's statewide homeschooling association. FPEA serves thousands of homeschool families in Florida, delivering a wealth of support, guidance, and information to both new and longtime home educators. Please join us as we seek to encourage you in your homeschool journey and help you stay connected to all things homeschooling in the Sunshine State. Welcome to episode number 54 of FPEA Connects. I'm Suzanne, and I'm glad you're joining us today and listening in. Um, We're going to have some fun times talking about some important stuff. And when I say we, I mean Sharon. Say hi, Sharon. Hi. (laughs) Sharon is here with me. And uh, we're going to just chat a little bit about our plans for the 4th of July. You're going to hear this after the 4th of July, but as we're recording this, the 4th of July is tomorrow. It is. Uh, What kind of plans do you have? Well, me and my oldest daughter, my youngest daughter, works. (laughs) So (laughs) if you go to the Brevard Zoo, my daughter's there (laughs) working. But my oldest and I will probably go to the beach. We'll probably go to Sebastian Inlet and um, maybe come home. Get some ice cream on the way. Just kind of a relaxed day, mostly a beach day. I think it's supposed to rain though. Oh, no. So hopefully we'll get lucky and it'll be later that it rains. What are what about you? What are your plans? No rain. Um, well, we will probably cook out and have mm-hmm. some meal yeah. time together with family, extended family. But uh, we like to um, get together with our friends and do fireworks and mm-hmm. sparklers and yeah. all that but it so happens that our friends are out of town this year and we're kind of revert back to what we used to do when the kids were younger mm-hmm. and that is go down to um the beach and watch fireworks on the beach mm-hmm. and it's it's beautiful because they're out exploding over the sure water. yeah the yeah. kids love it they can play in the water and the sand it goes over but, the water here too so we'll probably yeah. actually drive out and see the fireworks as well the city's yeah. fireworks Yeah, I I love the 4th of July. I love everything about it. Everything it stands for. I think it's um, one of those holidays that sometimes gets overlooked a little bit almost. Uh You know, we don't prepare for it, plan for it. But, um, you know, to think that um, all those years ago that these men signed off Uh on the Declaration of Independence and started fighting for all the freedoms in our country and... You know, we're here today enjoying all that we enjoy because of that, right? So, so yeah, it gets a little sentimental around our house because mm-hmm. we love all those founding fathers and such. Yeah. <laughs> Which really kind of, um, you know, speaking about all of that kind of is a good segue into what our topic is today. And what's that? What are well, we going to talk about today, Suzanne? <laughs> so, we were talking today about... Um, how important it is to get out and vote mm-hmm. and um, how to do that effectively and, and what to do. So, um, you know, it's a passion of mine to make sure that you're registered to vote mm-hmm. and that you um, get out and vote as a 
college student and as soon as I could be active and actively involved in voting Mm -hmm. I registered and I've voted ever since Um, I try to encourage my kids to do the same as they come of age and you know now I have um, some that are too young too but they still invest a lot of time in Uh promoting um, those rights and those freedoms as well so it's passionate so as a homeschooling community why is this an important topic for us to exercise our right to vote? Or this topic in general? Why is it important? Why is it important? Yeah. So, um, yeah, FPA is, is definitely the state homeschool organization. Mm-hmm. And and we focus a great majority of our time just on providing resources for families uh-huh. to help homeschool. That's our mission and our goal. Part of that has been for the entirety of our um, history with FPA and from the very beginning, um, it came, FPA came out of an effort to secure our freedoms mm-hmm. and our rights to homeschool in Florida mm-hmm. and families across the state came together to do that. And so every legislative session that we have in Florida, um, is something that we have to always be diligent to watch and to understand the decisions that are being made about families and parental rights, about education, because with any given legislative session, something could change. Some bill could be passed that would infringe uh-huh. on our freedoms. And as a matter of fact, this past legislative session, there were a couple of things um, that came up. And as members of FPA will know, we sent out alerts and requests to contact legislators to you know make our voice heard to mm-hmm. continue to uphold our rights to homeschool in the state of Florida and, and we have great homeschool freedoms mm-hmm. in the state of Florida um, better than many other states we don't want that to ever be lost we don't want right. that to be you know closing closing in on us so um, so how do you find information about candidates on where their stand is you know, if they're in favor of, or if they're in opposition to, or support laws and requirements that affect homeschoolers negatively. How do you find that information about people? Sure. Um, You know, a lot of it is really just being able to um, search for the voting records. Every legislator that's been in office has a record of how they voted on different bills and that's important to be able to look back and see um it's important to you know read things that i think that the uh, candidates themselves will Mm -hmm. put out and the things that they will speak to and you know we have um sometimes big races like this year our governors are going to be um elected this year Mm -hmm. the governor of our state And so with that, you'll see debates and you'll see things televised. So that's kind of obvious. But sometimes we miss the smaller elections for, you know, the legislators that are in Congress, the senators. And Mm -hmm. those are the people that we need to really pay attention to. So you're going to you need to read what they have to say and, you know, explore their beliefs, explore what they stand for, what they're promoting. And then one of the best ways, I think, to do that. And all honesty is to find a candidate that you think is, you know, representative of you 
and get to know them better by working on a campaign and understanding who they really are. And at the same time that you're learning more about that candidate, you're also able to help other people be more educated about yeah. that. How do you how do you do that, or how do you go about? doing that or find out how finding out how to get it connected. sure how do you get involved with candidates and campaigns I right mean, what are ways to do that so you know the majority of our candidates really depend on um grassroots campaigns okay. mm-hmm. which is essentially the boots on the ground the people sure. who are going door to door hanging flyers on the doors and um, door knockers and uh, making phone calls so the best way for you to get connected to that is to contact the um, campaign offices for the candidates and you uh-huh. can find that information out you know pretty easy yeah um, because everywhere they've got it broadcast they're always looking for people to help but you know and I would say that's one way you can get involved and that you can learn more but it's also the best way that if you really um, are supportive of someone and you find that someone really is representing your interest and you want to see them succeed and be elected it's the most effective thing that you can do besides casting your own vote. And it's also an opportunity for your children because teenagers who are not able to vote yet can still work those campaigns and do a lot of the work. They and learn. I think it's it's instilling in them at a young age the importance of being actively involved and knowing what's going on. And they really learn the process that way. I mean, I think kids who are involved, like Ethan, your son, for example, Mm -hmm. who's so involved in a lot of those programs, youth programs and working for camp, I mean, for candidates or what have you seem to have such a better understanding of the process of government or process of elections, Mm -hmm. um, whether they succeed or fail, how the whole process works in general, yeah. I think kids who do that have such a better understanding of it. And I think they have a better understanding of under like understanding why they need to be educated right. about candidates right. and how it can really impact you if, you know, you get a run of candidates in that are not sure. representative. Right. But, you know, I think the scariest thing to me right now is to think that there's anybody that votes that is not educating themselves about who they're voting for. Absolutely. I would say if, you know, it's hard to say because I believe that you really must exercise your right to vote. Mm -hmm. But I also think it's very dangerous if you don't know who you're voting for to to cast a vote. Right. So, you know, I have to say that carefully because I don't want to tell anybody don't vote. But I would say you just have to educate yourself wisely about, you know, who represents those things. Because in many of the elections, the state of Florida is one of the states Many of the elections you will see, um, it's just a few numbers, it seems, that makes the difference in who wins a race and who doesn't. Right. So every vote does count. It really does. And, you know, at the same time, being educated about how you vote right. is important. So I think it's responsible for home educators, especially to proactively educate themselves about the candidates, like you said, you know, because if we do want to continue to have the rights that we do currently, the freedoms that we are able to have, we need to make sure that we continue to have those. And it's our responsibility as adults to do that. Yeah. It's, um, you know, one of the camps that um, my son has been involved in is definitely um, their, their lingo for that. And their, their terminology is that we're passing the torch. Right. And it's so important for us. I think as homeschooling 
families, you know, whatever our beliefs are, whoever our candidates are, it's very important that we do instill in our kids the importance of civil involvement. Yeah. And, you know, being involved in actively making the decisions about the world that they live in. Because if we're not doing it, somebody else is making those decisions. Yeah. So and it's our responsibility. It absolutely is. And, you know, it it is, I can remember a time in school when we were taught civics and things. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they teach civics and high school or middle school anymore. I know that they teach government, but I don't know if they teach, you know, the responsibility side sure. of it. You right. know what I'm saying? The yeah. civic side of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, it's just a hard, hard lesson sometimes to get people to understand that when they're older, it's easier yeah. if you instill in that importance at a young, at age. A young age. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. So that's kind of, um, you know, we're coming up on our primary season. Yeah. So primaries are important uh, because that gives us, you know, our final candidates to choose from. And, you know, we want to pick the best um, to be our final candidates. And then, of course, our um, election is in November for, like I said, many legislators and congressmen, but also the governor of our state this year. So I would definitely encourage everyone listening within my earshot uh, to get out and vote and to educate yourself. And if you have a candidate that you love, help them um, be involved and and help them, you know, promote their beliefs. Well, this has been really a lot of good information on being more involved and the becoming more educated on those candidates who potentially impact us. That was pretty educating to, you know, look at it from that. You well, know, I think sometimes, point. yeah, sometimes we get in our little box in, a, in our world and we kind yeah. of forget some of the other things that we need to be paying attention to. But, you know, this is a good, it's a good time to spend because it's summer and some of us have free time. And, you know, I know my son is going to be working on some campaigns during oh, his free time this summer. Yeah. So, but speaking of free time and summer, free time. a little bit more lighthearted, um, some of my free time is always looking at books that's right <laughs> you too yep so let's talk books a little bit um what is on your list right now what are you reading what's the next thing you're the excited book to on read? my shelf <laughs> the book on your <laughs> the shelf. book that's currently on my virtual shelf <laughs> because i'm not currently done reading the book i'm reading <laughs> but right. my virtual bookshelf has one book on it and i'm gonna read it next and that is and i actually got this suggestion from you oh no this is a new <laughs> author to me to you uh mary higgins clark i got another yeah. one of her books i found out from i Got her name from you. Yeah. And I discovered I actually really like her. So the one I have waiting from the library is called On the Street Where You Live. So um, it's a good, a good one. A mystery. <laughs> I'm waiting to, to see how it turns out. That was a so good one. Exciting. And so is this, she's new to you. Is this your yes. first book or you've no, already read another one, right? I did. I okay. did already read one. Um, mm-hmm. And I really liked her style of writing. So I already, so. right as soon as I was done reading it, I went in, <laughs> went into the Pick my overdrive library, my virtual library, um, on my Kindle, and yeah. I put a hole, a couple of holes on a couple of her books. <laughs> and this happens to be the one that came in. So that's on my next list. How about you? What are you reading or well, on your bookshelf? <laughs> well, just so happens that uh, I love mysteries in the summer. So Mary yeah. Higgins Clark. You too. <laughs> She is uh, currently on my, you know, iPad e-reader, but um, yeah, I'm I'm on. We'll meet again, 
mystery woman who's uh, accused of killing her husband, oh. a doctor. Yeah, exciting time. So is that one of her older <laughs> books or one of her newer ones, more recent? Yeah, ones? I mean it's it's not recent. It's not one no, of her most recent. recent. Yeah, but um, but I I do like I love Mary Higgins Clark and mm-hmm. she's always the way that she writes and. It's just yeah. a nice suspense and mystery. It's not it's over a nice, the top. fun read. Yeah. 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 It's, it's fun. Um, so that's what we've been. I guess we'll keep each other up to date on all the Mary Higgins Park yeah. books. Perfect <laughs> vacation books. It is, they are yeah, perfect Great beach books. books. Exactly. And um, so, yeah, speaking of beach, let's mention again our upcoming Oh, yeah. I'm excited about this. Beach trip. Now, it's not really a beach trip, but we will be at at the the beach. beach. It's at the beach. So, our next conference is a STEM conference at Sanibel Mm -hmm. Island. Yeah. Focus is marine biology and um, oceanography and conservation. So, we've got some great speakers. Sherry Seligson will be speaking um, at the conference, as well as Katie Frady's. Both of them are own. Great speakers. Great Florida scientists. Yeah. Both of them are great speakers. A lot of fun. Yeah. I think entertaining and enjoying speakers. Yeah. And we've got a great kids program. Um, for the younger kids of the mm-hmm. Sanibel Sea School. That should be a and great one. it will be. They'll get to go out into the water and do mm-hmm. some sailing. And I think that they're going to just they're gonna love, love that. that. Love yeah. it. And then uh, we have a team program that will include some dissections. And I think it's just going to be a great weekend. And it's going to be um, at Sanibel Island. Like I said, if you haven't been there, Sanibel Island um, is... Definitely one of the most beautiful areas for shellers. You know, yeah, that's it's what I've just heard. a gorgeous, gorgeous beach, and um, the resort that we're staying at there and hosting it. Yeah, so when is this nice. this event? When is it going to be? It is September the seventh and eighth, mm-hmm. and we have already opened registration, so it's filling up. And it's filling to, up fast. It is filling <laughs> up fast. You need to get on and reserve a room and register for that event. Um, so that's exciting. Yeah, I'm and excited. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of uh, great information, great opportunities for our kids yeah. and our families. I love that we get to do these things across the state, you mm-hmm. know, with all our members. And I think FPA is, you know, a great way to reach out and do that kind of stuff throughout the year. So yeah. we hope everyone, we can see as many people as possible. Yeah. This it's event, a great in our future events. Yeah. It's a great opportunity to connect. I feel like sometimes the smaller events allow us to connect yeah. more personally, whereas at convention, sometimes it's, you know, I had um, such a little hairy and crazy. Yeah. And people have them. They're on a mission, you know, yeah. at convention, whereas some of these uh, smaller conferences and field trips are a little bit more, relaxed yeah. um, with still learning environment. I had such a great time in the Keys with all the families mm-hmm. that came because I felt like it's a more intimate setting it and it was. was just really fun and it's like we felt like one big family. It was really nice. Yeah. It was fun. And that was our first um, field trip that we've yeah. done. I hope we get with, to do some more with some families. Yeah. Like and I think that that's definitely something that we'll be looking at because it's been a lot of fun for people to do. So I am going to um, wrap it up here for us. I guess that um, if you've joined us today and you have any questions about how to get involved with um, any, you know, campaigning or grassroots campaign, you can certainly reach out to us at 
um, office at fpa.com if you have any questions. But, you know, for those of you who have joined us today, I just want you to remember that if you're considering homeschooling or maybe you're already just fully engaged, um, the FPA is your source for all of your Florida homeschooling needs. You can check out our website, www.fpea.com, for some exciting opportunities coming up and, and other valuable resources. Also, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, or Instagram uh, for some other great tidbits and resources that are sure to help you as you create your customized homeschool journey. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.